0: Alright, so next up, we actually have a first-time guest in the podcast. This guest has actually not been on the podcast before, but they're coming on for the one-year anniversary. And I invited this guest on because they are someone that has been an inspiration to me in podcasting. They also have a podcast. They started a Sea of Thieves podcast around the same time I did. They have the Hall podcast. They talk about Sea of Thieves weekly, and we have both been uh, in that game for a while now. We both play the beta And I'd like to welcome the podcast, Captain Logan. How are you, Captain Logan? Ahoy there,
1: mateys. How be ye? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Uh, Thank you again for for inviting me onto the show. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you could come on here. You know, I listen to your podcast every week. I've listened to every episode you've done, and you do a great job on your podcast.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I love yours as well. And yeah, we we did kind of start ours around the same time, uh, both both in the love of Sea of Thieves.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I kind of went in a different direction afterwards, and you kind of stay with Sea of Thieves. Um, Kind of like you said in your podcast before, you know, I basically just cover the content updates now, and, you know, anything that's big, like when the arena comes out, I'll definitely do an episode on the arena, but um, I kind of went towards the State of Decay community more. It just kind of felt more natural for me, so that's kind of where I'm at more now, but I still, you know, play Sea of Thieves sometimes. I still enjoy the game, and... Uh, we had a lot of other people start out with us too, but now we're down to, you know, just basically you. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, there were quite a few. I think there was, um, let's see, shipwrecks and shanties, Plundercast, We had, uh, land hoes going from time to time. You, me, and then the rare So yeah, there was about six podcasts for at the start. And now it's down to, uh, to me solely. Um, the land ho guys are great, but they pop in about once a month. And, uh, I know you're still covering all the, the regular updates and stuff. So. It's, it's kind of whittled down over time. Um, but definitely. I, I definitely, uh, I, w- I was happy when, when you were, uh, found the stage of decay game and that you got really passionate about that. Cause that's, that was one of the important things about me doing my podcast is I just want to make sure that whatever I did do was, uh, something that I was passionate about. So. You finding that was, was a, a, a really good give, because I know that was something that you were kind of waning on with Sea of Thieves, is it wasn't uh, grabbing you the way it did back in beta.
0: Yeah, because back in beta, I really loved it and stuff, but then, you know, I just kind of got tired with it a little bit, I think. I never really got tired of the game completely, like some people did, but yeah. I just fell out of favor with the game as, like, something that I would play, you know, constantly every week, and it became more of a game that I played, you know, on occasions, but... Um, I know one of the things you talked about in your podcast before that I've kind of mentioned, it's it's a game that's hard to get into when you have a short amount of time, and I'm not someone that has a lot of spurts of time at one time, so if I only have an hour to play, it's hard to really do a lot and see if these one hour.
1: Yeah, they've done a lot to try and give you more as you get into the game, as you kind of go through and grab barrels, and sometimes they're empty, sometimes they're full, and try and get you out onto the sea sooner. Uh, but for the most part, I think Arena's gonna be the best way to go when it comes to, like, actually having those shorter gameplay sessions and stuff. Um, I've heard some, some initial thoughts on the Arena from some folks, and they say they really like it, but there's a couple things that they're hoping will get worked on as, like, Pioneer sessions continue and they're able to get it out eventually.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to play it too. I mean, I wish they would have at least had an announced date by now, because I, you know, I was hoping to hear when it's going to come out. But hopefully, that it comes soon.
1: Well, the the nice thing is is uh the one year anniversary is coming up on March twentieth, and the stuff that they had pushed out from last year to work more to do more work on it basically has uh is is going to get announced on March twentieth. So March twentieth, we'll find out all the stuff that they've been working on for the last four months plus Arena, when all that stuff's actually coming out, and typically in Sea of Thieves past, when they do an announcement for like the next content update, it's typically about three weeks prior to when the actual content drops, so my hopes are March 20th will be the announcement, and then three weeks later we'll get the actual release.
0: No, that'd be really cool, and I'd be excited for it, because that basically means we're probably going to get it around the start of April, so that'd be cool to think, so.
1: Yeah, and this should be this should probably be like the biggest update we've ever seen because it'll probably comprise of the new mode, the arena, plus all the stuff and the reworks they've been working on for last last you know since I I was fall was when they originally planned on having this content uh pushed out and they pushed that out to bring in the Devil's Roar content and then Shrouded Spoils was kind of like the uh, the the community requests uh, update so it wasn't too hard to really kind of work into but. This should right. be this should be pretty extensive as far as like content, as far as changes to the game, improvements, uh cosmetics, things like that. And there's been a lot that's been kind of data mined up into this point that hasn't been introduced into the game yet. And we're kind of wondering when that stuff's all going to drop.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned some of the content updates we have had. There's been a lot throughout the you know first year of these, and you mentioned Stratus Foils. That was kind of like a hodgepodge mm-hmm. of like different community suggestions and things that they brought into the game, which actually made the game a lot more fun. Is there, like, a content update that was probably your favorite out of the four?
1: I would have to say that it's, well, it's tough, because uh, I I would naturally kind of say that Shrouded Spoils was my favorite, because that's what really made the world feel alive all the time. But if it wasn't for... You know, if it wasn't for Cursed sales, if it wasn't for Forsaken Shores, if it wasn't for the Hungering Deep, then all the stuff that they ramped up with Shrouded Spoils wouldn't have been even in the game. You know, we wouldn't have had Megalodons and, uh, skeleton ships and more Kraken exposure. Uh, like we wouldn't have had any of that because those, uh, those Very true. wouldn't have even been in the game. So part of me wants to say Shrouded Spoils for bringing it all together. But, uh, at the same time, I, I really did love the the hungering deep i think that the experience of finding a crew for the first time and and convincing them to join you using the speaking trumpet and then you know not murdering each other after having you know a month or so of of just nothing but but bloodshed on the seas uh having having that that one week or two weeks where it was just everyone was everyone was working together to kill this this meg and this meg was huge and it was vicious and it took forever that was really special. Uh, I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever forget that, those moments, uh, being able to take people out and, and get them their, their cra- or their, uh, the megalodon, uh, shark stuff.
0: No, I had a lot of fun with that too. And, you know, killing the hungry deep the first time, that was a lot of fun for that first experience because now it's kind of feels like it's something that you do all the time. But with first time he did it, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, I really had a lot of fun with it the first time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that was one of those situations where, Having two two crews like mandatory did kind of in give you the experience where it was like you got the you got the opportunity to take a moment to actually like see what was going on with the the megalodon when it would bite another ship you know now it's like the megalodon just bites your ship and it it's cool looking but it's not as cool as like just being a voyeur while you're trying to fix your own ship in between uh like set or like fighting moments
0: right. But okay. for me personally, I, I would probably say Forsaken Shores is my favorite, just because the whole Devil's Roar region, I really loved introducing that region, and mm-hmm. having the, all of the volcanoes, the geysers, you know, all those really cool things, the rowboats, like, I thought a lot of that was so unique and so much fun to actually play with, so that's probably my choice for the paper.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a really great, and, and it was freaky, too, like, having the volcanoes go off, I was very trepidatious about getting close to them when they were going off, and uh yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see why that that would be your favorite. It's uh it's dangerous.
0: I remember my first encounter with Geysers too, like I didn't understand they were dangerous at first, so I got thrown up in the air by one of them and then I landed back on the ground and I was pretty much dead. I'm like, Oh, that's a little bit dangerous, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. And getting getting hit by multiple ones, you're just like, Oh god, yeah. oh, just let this end and then a not you're like, oh. I'm happy to be on the ferry. Thank you. Yeah, because
0: the first time you see it, it's like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool to look at. It's like, oh, wait, this can actually tell me. <laughs> yeah,
1: this isn't the fun ride I thought it was. I won exactly. off.
0: <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. The treasure was great, too. I, I loved just the fact that all the treasure was just ramped up in quality. That was, oh, man. I, I was drooling over the and stuff when we started getting ashen villainous skulls for 2k and i was like what this is a mine yeah and the lore they introduced in that was uh exceptional something that i hope that, that they'll touch touch on with the uh, upcoming update um there's a lot that with like stitcher jim and the shroud breakers things like that that i'm just like oh, no, that's the little hints and teases to stuff that could be coming i want to know more i want to have more story
0: right no, I, I like the story, too, just I don't have a lot of time to explore the story as often. And that's kind of why I enjoy your podcast, because, you know, I get to hear about the story when I can't
1: experience all of it. So Yeah, yeah. And that was something I noticed uh, when when we first started talking about podcasts and stuff. We were trying to work out kind of what would be the best way to go and, and how to approach it. And you definitely always uh, wanted to take a very analytical. I remember you saying that you wanted to have a very analytical yes. viewpoint with your with your these podcast which uh, paired well with mine because I tend to be a lot more uh, uh like just kind of emotional when talking about the game and you know what I like what I don't like what's cool what's not cool and you know talking about the updates and stuff but for the most part uh just kind of keeping things very casual with the news as opposed to drilling down and really kind of narrowing your focus and making sure that you know like if you're going to talk about a topic and you do a lot of research on that topic and you re- you make sure that you've you've got kind of anything that people need to know going into it and coming out of it that they're really well informed about that. So it worked out really, really well in that when when we first started recording together.
0: Yeah, I think that worked out really well. I and mean, we had the other podcasts too that kind of balanced it out too, where, you know, Land Ho, they had um, I think kind of a in the middle strategy to that. Hmm. And then, you know, uh Shipwrecks and Channies, that isn't around anymore, but I think they were kind of, um, way on the late layhearted side of things they didn't seem as knowledgeable as uh some of the rest of us, but they kind of you know, lightheartedly and it was kind of fun so
1: yeah yeah they definitely wanted to kind of approach each topic and talk about that but I think that they they were so busy with uh um other stuff that they just didn't have the time right. time investment to be able to to do a lot of the research that needed to be done to uh to give people better information uh, I remember some of the criticisms about their, their well I guess I don't really need to go into that but they 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 decided to, to stop because they just didn't have time to do it. And that's understandable.
0: Yeah. And then as you mentioned too, the other one that used to be around was Plundercast too. And they were pretty lighthearted as well. They had, you know, characters built up and it was kind of fun to listen to them. But, um, unfortunately they're defunct the now as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they never really gave like a, actually now that I think about it, Plundercast and, uh, and Shipwrecks and um, just kind of stopped. They never really gave, like, a send-off or anything.
0: Yeah, they didn't have, like, an ending podcast. Like, okay, guys, this is our last one.
1: You'll see ya. Like Yeah, whoosh. yeah. That was always really strange because it, it kind of left you and me because we, we wanted to make sure, you know, if, if there were other CP's podcasts to listen to, that we were actually, like, keeping up with what they were saying and stuff in case we might have missed something or they had a different viewpoint because we're both solo shows for the most part. Um Right. And you actually have some really good guests from time to time, too, by the way. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate that. So I, I, it was one of those things where it was like they never really had, like, a solid send-off. So we didn't know, like, should we, like, unsubscribe? Should we just hold out and see if they come back? And eventually they just never came back.
0: Yeah, I know. Eventually I unsubscribed from them. And then Land Ho, I kept, you know, subscribed just in case they came back, which fortunately they did come back, but they kind of seem to be once a month now. You know, you came back. You were actually on one of their episodes, and that was kind of yeah. cool to listen
1: to yeah, I had a good time chatting with them. It was really nice. Uh, I, I, they're really nice guys and, uh, they, they bring some good criticism to, to the game. Um, I, I just think that their real lives are, are busy to the point where they aren't able to, to dedicate as much time to like a weekly episode and stuff. So right. and that's definitely understandable. So yeah, yeah. I've had podcasting isn't exactly a, uh, a full-time job for many of us. So like not being able to have time to, to, to take care of it like you would, uh, if you would anything else, or like an actual job for family and stuff, is, is definitely takes a lot of time to work on these.
0: Absolutely. But kind of around the beginning, you know, we can probably talk a little bit about how we met a little more. And basically, around that, you know, I started my podcast, See If These Launched on the 20th. I launched my first couple episodes on the 16th. So I basically was launching my podcast right before that. And I think you launched yours maybe like a week or two before mine. And basically, I found your podcast, I found your discord and I jumped in there. I'm like, Hey, you know, I've been listening to your podcast. I just started seeing see these podcasts too. And that's kind of how we met." So,
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice to have you reach out. I had a, um, I had a few people reach out to me, uh, when the game went live to some of them wanted to jump on the podcast and others wanted to start their own. So I, I know some of them, um, actually I don't think any of the ones that, that mentioned that they wanted to start a podcast other than you, uh, were the ones that had actually reached out to me. I think you're the only one that actually followed through on that. So kudos to that. Um, but yeah, I just had my, my one year on the, the 21st of February was when my first episode went live. And, uh, uh, it was, it was really fun. Uh, I had a good time, um, celebrating that. Although I didn't, I didn't get to do like a nice stream.
0: Hopefully you get to do one soon though. I mean, you know, I'll be doing a 12 hour once a day because this episode's going to launch on the 16th. So when people hear this, I'll have a 12 hour stream. but Hopefully you get to do one soon as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, will probably be streaming. Well, I usually stream throughout the week if I can, but, uh, it, it'll be nice. I, I want to do some giveaways and stuff. If I can try and get something out to the community if he's, who's, who's kind of supported me for this time. So I'll see about trying to work on that over the next couple weeks.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool too. And you know, I think this whole journey has been really fun too, because I don't know if you remember back then, but back then I think, you know, I was still pretty nervous about starting podcasts and. I think you had the same, you know, nerves a little bit, too, because you were just starting out. Like, we we're like, well, you know, we're just starting this out. Let's uh, see where this adventure goes.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. It was, uh I tell you what, man, starting a podcast can be nerve-wracking because you're never sure, like, how things are going to go. Does the audio sound okay? How do I make music for this? Should I do a logo right. like what, what's is, legal is anyone even gonna listen
0: to this like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i i was i i have to i have to shout out Terranova nova because he was um he was the one that that really kind of got me into it he he was a a guy that I sailed with from Australia uh during the betas and uh him and I would talk a lot and uh one of the things that I was telling him was is i was just, i was thinking about doing a podcast for this and he's like well just do it and I'm like really he's like yeah just record it right now and I'm like and this was during, during a stream. I was just like, uh, okay. Well, what should I call it? And he's like, how about Keelhaul? And I'm like, okay, we'll go with Keelhaul. Sure.
0: <laughs> it worked out pretty good.
1: Yeah. A year later. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't ever think. And the, the biggest thing I've, I've been surprised about is, is the, the recognition from the community and from the studio. Uh, I never thought that I would, I, I never thought that the, sh- that the podcast would get big enough to get recognized by the studio. You you've had the same fortune as well too with the uh, State, yeah, of with State of Decay. Yeah. It's it's such a cool feeling to, to be It's awesome. Working with the actual studio to, to talk about things, to have conversations with the devs and stuff, Like so neat.
0: Absolutely. I've had some of the developers for State of Decay on my podcast before too, and you know I hope that's an experience that you can have at some point as well.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm shooting for the top. I'm hoping my first one will be uh be Joe. I, I just want Joe Need to come onto the show and chat That'd with him cool. for a little bit, but He's a he's a hard man to uh, to get a hold of. Let me tell you.
0: I can imagine. Yeah, he's pretty busy with so
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll see if I can. Uh, there's there's definitely a few of the dev team that I that I chat with on a regular basis um, through like Twitter and stuff, and they're they're always they're they're the kindest people uh, I've, been, I've been asked to chat with about games. So maybe I can uh, squeeze one of them in. I it's it's a funny thing. I don't know that uh, see if he's actually has like a. Uh, a social, well, they have like a community management team, but I don't know that they have any like a press release people that are like, no, you can't talk to that person. They're going to ask you weird questions, and if you say something, that's going to be bad. I think they're (laughs) all kind of left to their own devices like, should I say this or shouldn't I? I'm just not going to say anything, because I'm not sure. Yeah, I
0: think State of Decay has that basically, but Undead Labs is such a great studio that they pretty much let everyone, you know, talk about things as long as they're not like revealing content they're not supposed to reveal, but that's basically the only rule, so.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> please don't release uh, content that we're not, <laughs> that we're not ready to talk about yet. People, exactly. People will get those expectations and then, then they're going to be like, all right, well, that's awesome. Uh, but it never came, came to fruition. So yeah.
0: No, definitely. And, you know, kind of talking about guests a little bit. I think your podcast is unique that, you know, I started out um with a co-host and then I kind of went solo for a while, but then I kind of brought some guests in too, yeah. so I kind of go back and forth between solo and having guests, mm-hmm. but you've always stayed solo, so um, how is that different for you, always staying solo? I mean, I know we had conversations in the past where it's got to be easier in some ways because you don't have to wait on anyone else, you can just go whenever you want to go, but at some points it's probably harder in some ways too.
1: Doing, doing a show, so, uh, show, um, really does rely on my community. Uh, my, my community has been very supportive and they've been, they've been great, uh, for, for giving me content. Um, cause for time to time, there's always going to be lulls in games. Um, uh, and, and with me being like a solely dedicated podcast just for CFEs, I, I kind of have to like live and, and die on, uh, just every week having content from them. And if they don't put out, you know, weekly updates to let me know like what's going on or what they're talking about, or if the updates aren't full of a lot of new news, then I have to start reaching out to the community for, you know, interesting things that are going on with people making stuff or as far as, um, oh, I'm sorry, my pets playing with paper. It's okay. <laughs> um, Uh, but if if you know, some if news is slow then I don't really have have other games to really fall back on. Uh and and I don't have anyone that I can kind of chew time with uh when I'm actually talking. So having the community be my my kind of co host is really important to me. Um their first mates logs are some of the things that that make the the episodes uh what they are. You know, if not for their stories to share uh it, i don't think the show would be nearly as interesting
0: no i definitely agree with that it, you know hearing all the other first mates logs when you do your podcast that's a really cool experience for me and i, I want to call out you know one of your uh, community members captain Norvik. you know he has like such a cool first mates log that when he does it is it's such a cool audio quality when he actually has that on there
1: yeah yeah he works in the audio business so he's he's fortunate that he's he's got some really good uh he actually confided in me one time, and I'm going to spoil this for some folks, but he actually had uh, one of his new uh, employees edit one of his uh, first mate's logs. So it was it was kind of funny to find out that he actually has a team of people that he can call upon <laughs> awesome. to to make his first mate's logs. But uh, he's a great guy. He's he's very passionate about the game. And, uh definitely uh i love i love when he makes when he takes the time to make some of his first mate's logs because they're they're top notch and he he puts a lot of effort and time into them and whenever they're ready they're ready and uh he he hands them off and i'm more than happily throw them in
0: yeah i mean and i gotta say too like when i hear his first mate's logs you know it makes me think about my audio i'm like is my audio good enough like (laughs) oh yeah
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, uh, com compared to to full studio like equipment, yeah, mixers, it's like wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm like, man, that would be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I had the time to be able to to add in like a Definitely. bunch of music and I even I even messed around with it uh one time. I was I actually added in music and whatnot, and I got like zero response or feedback on it, and I was like, man, that was a lot of work, and I didn't get I didn't get anyone. Nobody mentioned anything about that, so I'm I'm just gonna hold off. If everyone's okay with me just blabbing right. on for twenty minutes about about a story and they don't need the music, then that's cool. But yeah, I, I love Jorvik's uh first mate vlogs. He he really uh he puts some great, great content out there.
0: No, he does, and so do you as well. You know, I, I definitely want everyone that's listening to this, you know, definitely go check out Keel Hall Podcast because you do a great job every week talking about CFDs and anyone that does um like CFDs on my podcast that is where you want to be if you want you'll know, weekly see these news
1: thank you yeah i and it's one of those things where I will probably pick up another podcast so that I can do more of what you you actually do because i I kind of like the idea of being able to talk about multiple games and give feedback and information about them. The more and more I listen to other, other friends podcasts, the more I'm just like, man, you know, it wouldn't be too bad to have like an additional podcast just for yeah. all the other games that I want to play. You know, like it's, it's, uh, Thieves will always be my first love and, and probably the thing I'm most passionate about. But, uh, I, I would love to be able to chat with, uh, some people about some of the new stuff coming out.
0: No, it's definitely fun. And you know, state of decay is kind of the same thing for me. Like that's always going to be my priority, but. I, I do enjoy talking about other games too. I just started a series, you know, um, monthly on Dead by Daylight. I do like one podcast a month on that. So yeah. it, it's fun to have other series too that you go, oh, I'm going to talk about this game today. So
1: yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was actually, yours was one of the ones where I was going to, uh, to try and get more information about Crackdown 3 because I just wasn't, like, I'm not privy to, to what that series is about and people are talking about like, going to hunt down orbs on the uh, the live xbox show and i was just like i don't know what this is about but i know derek's got something about it so i'm gonna listen to that
0: i appreciate that thank you yeah it's a lot of fun honestly i i'm still playing that game for a little while today you know yeah. uh, it's definitely a fun game it's it's not really a game that's you know got a lot of thinking involved but it's not trying to be that game it's trying to be a game that you know you just jump in Shoot some stuff and they'll call it a night. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and those games are, are good to have. That was one of the reasons why I loved, like, Devil May Cry and Bayonetta and those kind of games were, right. were fun for that kind of just mindless running around murdering stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to giving that a shot. I might pick up Game Pass soon here and get a chance to actually play around in that.
0: Yeah, I would definitely recommend it, you know, in State of the Case on Game Pass too. So if you want to jump in there, so.
1: Is that a I? you know, I can't remember, is that on PC?
0: It is on PC, yes. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I need to find more time in the day. I got to figure that one out. Because there's so yeah, many... Yeah, that's
0: always the struggle, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. I literally... I just bought uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 when it was on sale, so I was like, I don't know when I'm actually going to play this game. I just picked up Starlink because I wanted to get more Star Fox in my life, and everyone's you know i've been waiting to get get a deal on red dead redemption i'm just like they're like have fun for the next three months and i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to even start it in three months <laughs> so I much hear other it. stuff going on like right? between sea of thieves and apex legends and lizard titles and you know playing
0: yeah i think that's the thing with us too is you know with, with you with sea of thieves and me with state of decay i mean because we're so focused on those games We really don't have a ton of time to check out other games. I don't check out a ton of games, but the ones I do check out, I try to check out in depth.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's I I, because I haven't got a second show about it. I can't just be like, guys, you're never going to believe what I what I found out about Apex Legends. It's so much fun. (laughs) They're going to be like, uh, that's cool. Where's the where's the piracy in that game? And I'm like, oh man. No, forget piracy for Yeah, just I think the only other, other games you've
0: mentioned is like um Atlas and Skull and Bones because they're kinda of related to your game a little bit.
1: Yeah, and uh oof man, Atlas, man, I, I don't even wanna touch that with a with a ten yeah. foot pole anymore. And uh Skull and Bones has gone gone quiet for the moment, so it's uh it's just purely waiting for this next update for Sea of Thieves. Uh hoping hoping that it really changes the uh the, the playing field for everyone.
0: Yeah, I hope so too, and you know, I am going to be doing Sea of Thieves part of my stream today. So, you know, if you want to jump in there and check it out, that's where I'm going to be starting. So.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, definitely. I, I do have one question, though, for you uh, regarding Sea yeah. of uh, If you had to have one thing added to the game, whether it was like a mechanic or if it was like a cosmetic or it was a feature or a biome or, you know, a threat in the world, any of that, what would you love to have come to the game?
0: Honestly, my favorite thing to come to the game would be like a ice biome because I really want some kind of ice biome where like maybe, you know, you can freeze to death if you're in the water too long or maybe, you know, your ship, your ship has to stop at a certain point because it got trapped by ice and you have to kind of like break the ice away or I yeah. think it'd be really cool. There's a lot of stuff they could do with the ice biome. That, that's something I really want to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really love Titanic too. Yeah, so I think that'd be
0: really cool for the game,
1: so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually, I, I was, uh, that Frozen Fangs, uh, art concept that came out, uh, was, was exceptional. And having, having this whole concept of like putting a an ice biome in, and there's been a lot of hints to it in the, in the past as well as people whispering about that kind of stuff. So I, I think that's, uh, I think that's on the horizon, but, uh, I, I just don't know like when. I, I know they would love to do it, but. Who knows when we'll actually get a chance to actually push that out?
0: Yeah, there's so many different things they can do with it. That'd be really cool. I think. I mean, imagine if like you jumped into the water and you, know, you became an ice cube for a second, couple seconds. That'd be kind of funny too. <laughs> like, oh shoot, I'm an ice cube.
1: <laughs> Straight out of Looney Tunes. Let's just let's just have a giant ice cube. Someone has to come and chip it away, or they have yeah, to like two guys have to grab you and drag you over to a fire and just let you melt. Yeah, yeah. T-
0: take out your of reach, quick! Shoot my ice cube. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> like, all right, guys, sorry, we're gonna have to leave him behind. <laughs> that would be great. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and they no, can.
0: I, I think you can make good use of the robots that way too, because if it's an ice biome, I think they can make really good use of the robots, where you have to use the robots more
1: probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and I and I love the idea of, of being in an ice biome where your shri- your uh, your shrimp your ship gets stuck in the ice and uh you know i mean if we have shovels we could totally use them to chip away at ice around the, the boat i think that definitely. was definitely it you know you could get around that and uh the, the having the top deck um that always has like a little bit of water on it when you're sailing having that kind of freeze over so you don't have like sure footing cuz uh, you're just slipping slipping around on ice on the top deck would be uh would be great trying to carry treasure like a drunken grog chest Around on an icy deck, that'd be hilarious.
0: That'd be fun, actually. Even if you could have your cup of grog actually freeze on you, that'd be cool.
1: Oh, <laughs> man, yeah. Yeah, try and drink it, and it's just frozen, <laughs> yeah. just hits you in the face, and you take damage, and there's just a lump of grog exactly. sitting on the deck. God, that would be great. Yeah, there's, and yeah, uh,
0: so there's so many fun things you can do with that. I think it'd be really fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it opens up a lot of uh, potential for, for clothing, for, you know, like icy beards, man. Like, uh, thinking like Pirates of the Caribbean at, at World's End, like definitely. when they had all the ice on their beards and they just looked ridiculous. Like going, going that far would be hilarious. That's really well, absolutely.
0: cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So hopefully they have something like that in the future. And, you know, I'm definitely all for it if they bring it in.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be one of those things that uh, people will really get a kick out of, and there's there's a lot of potential for for what they can do with all the different mechanics. Like we didn't know that boiling water was going to be a thing with the Devil's Roar, but having that in the game is amazing. Absolutely, and
0: that's why I think the Ice biome can kind of be kind of for that. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah,
1: yeah, that'd be amazing. I, I look forward to that, uh, and when when that comes. We'll definitely have to get together and, uh, go, go have some fun out on the ice or some snowballs. Yeah, definitely, you know.
0: <laughs> and if you're free, uh, today, you know, you're welcome to jump into my crew and, you know, have some fun with us. So we'll see if you're free.
1: Yeah, definitely. I know I got working a little bit, but I got some time before then.
0: Well, this is going to release on March 16th. So I'm talking about March 16th. So
1: yes. Yeah. I can't remember what, uh, what day is the 16th? Cause I'm pretty sure it's That's a Saturday. Oh, it's a Saturday. Oh, I got time yep. on Saturday. I got time on Saturday. If you're, if you're streaming Perfect. Saturday, then. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Perfect.
0: Let's make it happen. You know, maybe you can give me my first um legend voyage there because I haven't had one yet. So
1: <gasps> what? <laughs> what? You've never done a legend voyage? Nope. Never? I'm not a legend yet. So. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you don't know the pain. You haven't felt the pain <laughs> of the legend voyage, man. The constant barrage of evil skeletons that takes six or seven, eight hits <laughs> with a sword to kill. That are unrelenting along with the powder cake skeletons and oh man oh that's going to be exciting you're going to hate that we definitely got to do that
0: yeah let's let's make it happen <laughs> you know, um, i'm starting my stream at 10 a.m on the 16th so i'm going to start with cfd is my
1: first game so maybe we can make it happen yeah i can i can wake up early that's that's definitely possible i'll get up early on saturday and we'll, we'll have to drop a legend of voyage and then you can you, you could feel the full wrath of Sea of Thieves at its worst. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for it. We'll make it happen. That sounds good. Okay.
0: But is there anything before you go that you want to say to my audience for the one-year anniversary?
1: Um, Thank you for, for sticking around and listening to The Blaze Experience. It's definitely been one of the shows that's uh, on, on heavy rotation for me. You're not you're not going wrong with sticking with Derek and the Blaze Experience. Uh, kudos to you. I go. I hope you guys have a great time and cheers to the next year of podcasting.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad to come on the show. You know, um, hopefully we can have you back on at some point, and you know, I can't wait to sail with you at some point.
1: Yeah, it's a good good time. I really appreciate you inviting me, and we'll definitely get together for the uh, for for that that Saturday morning.
0: Awesome. That sounds good. Well, Captain Logan, thank you for coming out again.
1: Cheers, appreciate. mate we uh-uh.